Welcome, everybody, to She's All Booked, a podcast for book lovers and avid readers. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. We're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. Chat about and analyze. Sometimes overanalyze. The books we're currently reading. Sometimes we're on the same page. And sometimes our pages differ. But either way, we always have an opinion about what we've read. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, or husbands. So enjoy the bonus material. Now let's get booked. Booked. listeners stick around at the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content hey 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 listeners if you're enjoying our podcast please give us a five-star review on apple spotify or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast hi hi back to the snack hi everyone welcome back day after valentine's hope yesterday was super special for (laughs) you I honestly don't care about Valentine's Day at all. Yeah. Yeah, me too. You know, it's it's a commercialized holiday. And I think that whoever loves you should love you every single day and yeah. show their appreciation whenever they feel like it. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah. I can also, shit on it now because it's the day after. So if you had a great time yesterday, you know, <laughs> I'm not ruining your event. <laughs> no. And it's fine if you if you love Valentine's Day. That's that's you. That's fine. It's just, I'm not, it's just one more thing to have to celebrate, one more thing to have to remember, one more thing to have to buy gifts for. It's just like one more thing (laughs) that I don't need. I don't know. I don't know. Me and Doug, usually we don't cave to the gifts. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we, we kind of protested it for a really long time. We still kind of do in a way. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't go out to eat because we don't like the fixed menu. It doesn't work for me anyway, because I'm a vegetarian. So, you know, I don't have to pay $80 for for a salad. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually go out and get pizza. We've always done this, but we don't really buy each other anything. He always gets me flowers, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, get me flowers on a random Thursday, bro. I know. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Overrated holiday. Yeah, I I agree. I just don't think it's necessary. Are you, are you going out? No. I would rather die than go out on wow. Valentine's Day. It's just, it's too crowded. It's too crowded. Like you said, they always have the prefix menu. Things are like more expensive than they need to be. It's just not worth it. Um, mm. Yeah. And that goes for the weekends, like the weekends before and after as well, since it's on a Wednesday this year. It's just not worth it. Yeah. I'd rather just, honestly, like I'd rather just stay at home and cook something or order in, <laughs> you know? It's just, but Rob actually, or gave me my gift early because he didn't oh, nice. want to wrap it yeah it was on my chair before <laughs> it's like a bunch of books <laughs> so nice. that was nice yeah but That's, what books did you get well so he knows that i collect the illustrated copies of the harry potter books and i had stopped at number four because i was like all right i don't need to spend all this money on these books anymore like i'll just wait for the next one so he got me the next one which is number five so now i only have two left and then he got me the Hunger Games series because I had gotten rid of my books when I moved. So 
there's those and then he got me six of crows which i thought was so random i was like i actually really liked this book i was like what made you choose this one and he yeah. was like he was like oh i was looking for something that might be like mysterious and i was like is that <laughs> and he was like yeah is it mysterious i was like not really it's more of like a heist thing but i do really like it and then he got me <laughs> uh sanctuary of the shadow which you've probably seen it's the one with the pretty edges yes yeah it's on my list yeah he said it was in the book talk section so he was like i figured you nice. might want it yeah so i thought that was sweet and yeah and we love we love the uh the edges on the special editions yeah so. it looks so pretty he did good yeah mm. yep <laughs> all right well that's great yeah yeah because of the snow too i don't think we're really gonna go maybe for pizza for the, this time this year because of the snow yeah. i think we're just gonna order in probably yeah, it's probably better because it might get icy too, and then it's kind of dangerous. But I mean, yeah, maybe exactly. tomorrow, tomorrow maybe it'll be a little bit better. But we'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, you know how I get anxiety on the roads when the roads are bad with the baby. I get anxiety yeah. on the roads even when the roads aren't bad with the yeah. baby. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I have to shelter him for the rest of his life and not <laughs> let him go anywhere okay. because that's. Oh, my anxiety works. All right. Good luck. <laughs> um, I did uh, want to. So as you know, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to give you a quick update because I was telling you how I was reading, rereading the Crescent City, the first two books. Oh yeah. Because the third one came out, which, by the way, I am very upset because I thought that the third one was supposed to be the final one. It was supposed to be a trilogy, and now it turns out. Just kidding. There's going to be a fourth one, but this was the end of you know, this storyline and it'll be a new storyline. And I'm very upset about it because I just wanted it to end kind of. I just, she keeps doing this with her series where it's like, she just keeps going when maybe they should have ended. Anyway, I did, I was not, I was not a huge fan of the last book. I gave it a 3.75. Really? Yeah, I had a lot of issues with it. And there's something that she does. I don't want to give away spoilers, but there's some, something that she does at the end of every single one of her series that is just starting to kind of, piss me off and it makes it for a more boring read because it makes the stakes super low um okay. she's like very committed to a happily ever after which is fine except that like i am just going to assume that there's going to be a happily ever after so i don't really care when there's like tense moments because i know that it's all going to work out in the end i don't know there's more to it than that but like i said i don't want to give away spoilers and be too specific about it but i i didn't like it and i was very disappointed so there we go. Um, I I might get punched in in my face by tick by book talk for saying this, but I feel like she's the most overrated so far, and I've only yeah. read like two of her books. But most overrated writer that they completely, yeah, you know, like put up on a pedestal on book talk. I I, I really liked the first Crescent City book. It was really good, but then the second one was good, but not as good, and then the third one was just not good. It was, just, mm -hmm. I mean, there, it had good parts, but it was just, it felt like a fumble, you know, it was just like, you had an opportunity and you wasted it and they, I don't know. Are I you just, giving me football terms? Fumbles? I did use a football term. Oh my God. I speaking know. of which I finally saw his outfit that you were talking about. It came up on my, oh my Instagram God, I today. I forgot to send it to you. I'm so yeah. sorry, but it's still. okay. It, it came up on my Instagram today and I was like, well, oh my God. <laughs> what is that i don't know don't what know. the hell was he thinking i don't know <laughs> i don't know 
I was just I mean, like, this looks like a costume. Like you're gonna start dancing on stage because I would hope either that or you're gonna have ice skates on. Yeah. I, do you have? Does did he have ice skates on? I hope so. Maybe but I don't he think did. he did. And <laughs> you know the comments were even better on these things because they were like, and yeah. the bag to match. <laughs> I was like, he does have a bag to match. What is this? <laughs> I don't know. It was just very confusing that it outfit. Was. I don't understand what what went through his mind when he was like, "Yes, this is the choice that I, I will know. make." I know. I was laughing when I finally, because I remember you saying that it was all sparkly, and then when I finally saw it, I was like, "Oh my god, it is! It's like a sparkly suit. Like, what is this?" <laughs> sparkly is not even the word. That guy was glowing. <laughs> he was glowing. You know, like what the hell? <laughs> Did you see Usher's performance? Not yet. No. Okay. I didn't watch it last night, but I'll probably try <laughs> to watch it today. You were too side uh, blinded. Yeah, I, yeah, my eyes had to recover. <laughs> uh, so I will say that I started yours truly. Okay. I started it this morning, and I am already almost halfway through. Yeah, it's cute. So if that's right? any indicator that I really like it, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> there you go. Because every waking second, I was like walking around the house doing other things, multitasking, <laughs> reading it at the same time. I only do that if I'm really into a book. Yeah. I'm already emotionally attached to the characters. I love yeah. Jacob. Yes, right? Right? I know. Love him. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I loved him too. I The, the book is cute. I, I liked it a lot. I knew you'd like it. Yeah, I'm loving it. And yeah. I'm surprised at myself because I was kind of dreading it because I was like, ugh, I'm mm -hmm. just so over a romance right, right now. But these are the romance ones that I like. Yeah. You know, and in the beginning, it, it really reminded when they were sending the letters back and forth. I'm so glad she made a reference to Mr. Darcy because it was reminding yeah. me of Pride and Prejudice. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. You know, modern day. And I was like, there for that. So yeah. I've um, never I'm read um, anything by Abby Jimenez before, but she reminds me a lot of Emily Henry. Not necessarily yeah, the bit. writing style, but just this is like the romance that's more our speed it's not smutty it's just it's more about character development and the characters yes. really getting to know each other and i i liked it a lot yeah, I will... and they're they you know their personalities and they both have yeah complex histories going on there's a lot going on for them and i yeah. like that yeah we both do so yeah i did start love in other words and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Oh, shit. Okay. Chris, Christina Lauren's very hit or miss for me because I loved the Unhoneymooners. Loved Same. it. I loved In a Holidays. Oh, I also loved uh, the soul, the Soulmate Equation. I liked it. I wouldn't say I loved it. It was good, though. So I okay. started the True Love Experiment. Is that Allie um, Hazelwood? No, it's Christina. Right? No, it's Christina Lauren. Oh, okay. It sounded like hers. Allie Hazelwood had uh, Love Hypothesis and, and those. Oh, I, that's why. I DNF'd okay. the love hypothesis. I hated it. But that, I know you did. That's what I did with True Love Experiment. That's a sequel or a spinoff to The Soulmate Equation. And I DNF'd it. It was so boring and I hated the main character. And okay. now this one, I'm kind of like bored. I'm not really crazy about it. So Christina Lauren is like a little hit or miss, I think, for me. But I'll see when well, I finish it. A lot of people had said that I... I had seen it on uh, book, you know, book talk, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of people have said that they, the ending had them like shook that they can't stop thinking about it, even reading it a year late, like mm. a, a year ago. Um, so something must go down. Yeah. So at least try to hold on, I guess, for it. Well, we gonna, have to hold yeah. on anyway. Yeah, I'm going to finish <laughs> it, but I don't know. We'll see. All right. But, um, anyway, <laughs> I'm not excited now about that, but I, I am loving yours truly as so far. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have a feeling I'm, I'm going to to continue to love it and that when it's over i'm going to be like no yeah no. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like a book like that. Right. All right. Well, um, I wanted to talk some smack about celebs because I do not have any the first time ever drama deets at all. I haven't been on TikTok. I, I don't have anything crazy hitting my feed. Mm -hmm. Do you have any dirt? Anything? I don't think so. Honestly, this morning when I went on Instagram, I was like scrolling in bed before I got up and all I saw was stuff about the Super Bowl. And that was it. So that's I know all. I'm, I'm drowning in, in Glitter Boy <laughs> oh, and, and Taylor. So that's the only dramas I have. I did see one thing. It's not really drama, but people were speculating that they think there may be a sequel coming out to Telephone by Lady Gaga and Beyonce. They think they're going to oh. come out with a telephone part two or do a second collab. And they had all these like hints, quote unquote, hints that they were grasping at. And I was kind of like, I mean, I feel like you people are reading into things that you shouldn't be. But I guess we'll see if that's something that ends up happening. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But that's it. Um, that was the only other thing I saw. Both of them are on my do-do list at the moment. So. Yeah. 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 Uh. I'm not saying that I won't listen to it if it comes out, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try. Uh, I did give a try to Justin Timberlake's new song, even though mm. we're mad at him. How was it? And <clears throat> it's very good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> However, I think I sent this to you. The AI Mariah Carey version yes. is much better. Yes. Uh, Honestly, I would listen to the AI Mariah Carey version any any day, but that scares the shit out of me. The AI I think, stuff. Yeah, it's creepy. But I do feel like anything sung by Mariah Carey is going to be better than... I mean, I mean It's just course. always going to be amazing. Of course. Right? Top three, like, best vocalist female of our generation of all time. Yeah. Possibly. But, yeah, when I heard her version, I was just like, God, this is the version I need. Can she just either do a remix with him or just redo it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, move over, JT. How about some me? <laughs> you know? Um, need me some Mariah Carey. That's yeah. all. But yeah, I did find a list uh, to honor Evelyn Hugo, because if you forgot, please listen to Tuesday's episode. But we uh, read Evelyn Hugo's book this week, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, to be exact, mm -hmm. by, and I hate saying her full name every time. It's so exhausting. Mm -hmm. But Taylor Jenkins Reed, I'm just going to start calling her TJ. It's fine. TJR, <laughs> yes, or TJ Reed. Uh like, why do you have to have that many names? It's hard to say for podcasters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> TJR is good. She, or TJ Reed. Yeah. You know, I like to shorten my stuff. I'm kind mm -hmm. of like a stenographer when I speak. I, I like to shorten <laughs> stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's just going to, it is what it is. Anyway. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Evelyn, the Hughes, uh, to honor her, we found a list of the top 10 most famous celebrities. Well, actually female actresses let's say from old hollywood um and we wanted to go over that list with you so we're going to do that one by one real quick and at number 10 it should come at no surprise everybody should know these names if you don't we'll let you know who they are uh but we have Ev elizabeth taylor elizabeth taylor i know for a fact had purple eyes i, I think like her eyes were violet or something she mm -hmm. was stunning when she was younger mm -hmm. um i think she was stunning when she was older too to be honest and yeah. Violet eyes, like really? I've never heard of such a thing in my life. But she was a child actress. Um, and then she turned into a bombshell when she got older. So she's been through the Hollywood scene. And I don't know how I feel about her being a child actress in those times. Uh the things that we know now. But 
Um, she also, like Evelyn Hugo, was known for her many marriages, which I think is interesting. Mm. Um, so maybe that was also an inspiration, the many marriages thing from from her. Yeah. Um, but she was in a lot of good uh, good movies. I actually did watch A Place in the Sun, and I did I did really like that movie. Did you ever see it? No. Mm -mm. Oh, it, it's good. Um, she was good in it too, and there was like murder in it. It was wild. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really good for that era. And then suddenly last summer, I'd never seen. Um, but I've heard of it before, and I heard that she was excellent in it mm -hmm. um, as well. So Elizabeth yeah. Taylor. All right. So at number nine, we have Marilyn Monroe. Uh, if you don't know who Marilyn Monroe is, then I don't know what to tell you, honestly. I, I just think <laughs> there's probably no hope for you. I just don't know what to say. She is one of the biggest actresses of all time, not just from the past. She's a well-known household name even today. She was a sex symbol throughout the 50s, and she maintained that pretty much up until her death. She was very aware of how she looked, kind of like Evelyn Hugo, and she did use that to her advantage in her movies and likely in her career as well. And people were surprised, but she was able to be a little dramatic and do some good performances in addition to just show some sex appeal. Uh, unfortunately, she did die pretty young. So yeah. We never really got to know what more she could have done. Yeah. And and she's also known for um, Happy Birthday, Mr. President song. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah. She also had some really pretty dresses, too, that I think were auction off. So I'm wondering if that might have also been an inspiration in some parts. I feel like Evelyn Hugo was just this mashup of all these old actresses that yeah. we're going to mention. That's what I think she was. I kind of like that. Yeah. So I also thought of her a number eight uh, also for Evelyn. Uh, Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly is probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. She actually turned out to become a princess of mm -hmm. Monaco. She tragically died very, very young as well. I think she died when she was like 28 or it, it, if it wasn't 28, it wasn't much older than that. Okay. Uh, but she was married and becoming a princess at like age 26. Yeah, there to uh, Prince Rainier. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. The third of Monaco. And she died tragically in a, in a car accident. But a lot of her movies are excellent. She did some Hitchcock, uh, Hitchcock movies. He's also questionable. Sorry. But To Catch a Thief is a great movie I've seen. And if you haven't seen that, definitely watch it. It's a lot of fun. Um, mm. Very dramatic as those movies in, in that time frame were. Yeah. I never saw that movie, but I did see her in Rear Window. Okay. Definitely watch Catch a Thief. It's good. It's okay. fun. You'll like it. Yeah. All right. At number seven, we have Joan Crawford, who you may or may not know. She, I think, is hilarious. You would know her from her brows, her very yes. famous Joan Crawford brows, very. maybe similar to Evelyn Hugo's brows. But she was very controversial. She was very opinionated. And she came up in the 1930s, actually. And by the end of the decade, she was basically like people had kind of turned against her. But in the mid 40s, she staged a comeback and won an Oscar. So I think that this Very reminds Evelyn. me of Evelyn a lot too. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know if you ever saw the movie Mommy Dearest, but that uh, is uh, supposedly about best role. Yeah. Well, no, that she wasn't in that. That was about her. I thought. I know. But That's yeah. What you mean. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's it's about her from her kids' perspectives and how she was crazy. And I mean, if you don't know the line. No wire hangers ever. What did I tell you? It's about from wire hangers? it's from that movie, but 
Yeah, so that that's Joan Crawford for you. Uh, one thing a, I do know too. One thing I also learned from that movie is that uh, whenever her kids got presents, she made sure that they were all donated to charity, and the kids yeah. didn't get anything. Yeah, which is cool, but like give them something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean they did have a lot of stuff. They were pretty wealthy, but I I agree. I mean, let them keep one gift and then donate the rest or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she publicly she was like the best mom, and then behind closed doors she was terrifying, a monster. Yeah, yeah, monster mom. Yeah. All right, so that brings us to May West. All right, May West. It she was known to speak her mind, <laughs> which I like, and that kind of sounds like Evelyn too. She had no problem telling you what she thought, and her screen uh, persona reflected that independence. She was one of Hollywood's original sex symbols and had a knack for turning social norms on their head. Uh, Powerful. She was sexy. She wasn't afraid to show it. She had over a 70-year career on screen and stage, which is impressive. Um, And then she was in movies like I'm No Angel and She Done Him Wrong, which I can't say I've seen, unfortunately. But when I think of her name, isn't she... Like a cow, not cow girl. A what? A cow? <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> maybe West was a cow. No, uh, no, I mean, wasn't she like in westerns? I was gonna say cowgirl. I don't know why. I have no idea, honestly. I I recognize her name, but I don't. I never saw anything that she was in. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'm. I, I don't know. So possibly, <laughs> we're not really sure about that one. <laughs> we do know for sure that she was not a cow. No, 100% not a cow, but Shakira was a chicken. But but possibly a cowgirl. And yes, Shakira was a chicken. That's correct. All right. So at number five, we have Judy Garland. So once again, if you don't know who Judy Garland is, it's kind of shocking. She was Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. She had a a very successful career from a very young age. And honestly, I think that The Wizard of Oz is probably her most famous role. And then she also died at a pretty young age at age 47. And she did have some health and personal struggles off screen. I believe she struggled with alcoholism and some some issues with her interpersonal relationships. So there you go. There's Judy Garland. Did you see the movie about um, her coming up in the world? I think it was called Judy, but I could be wrong. No, I never saw it. I saw it in the theaters with my mom and my mother-in-law random Mm -hmm. but we went to go see it and because they like loved her Mm -hmm. uh and they of course when she was on the set of wizard of oz were you know trying to uh sexually harass her Mm. the producers uh but they were also not letting her eat and she had to have cigarettes she was having like four packs a day so this way she wouldn't be hungry oh my god a lot of crap like that it was very disturbing and the reason why she was hooked on drugs her whole life was because they were essentially like putting her on pills, yeah. making sure she was on diet pills, making sure she wouldn't eat. It was kind of disturbing. So, yeah. um, you know, but you don't know that when you're growing up and you're watching The Wizard of Oz, you don't mm-hmm. you don't know that stuff. Yeah. And when you learn it, you find out about it. You're just like, oh, shit. OK. Mm. Not to mention that there was some guy that hung himself on the on the set of Wizard of Oz. Did you know about that? Yeah, I did know that. It made it into the final cut and they've edited it out since. Yeah. Fun fact about the Wizard of Oz for you guys. And if you've never heard of the Wizard of Oz, I, I just don't know. I don't yeah. know about you. Yeah. I love this uh, one, by the way. Betty yes. Davis. <laughs> yes. So number four is Betty Davis. You, She's got Betty Davis eyes. I love that song. Uh, <laughs> it's a good song. Hair is hollow gold. Lips sweet surprise. 
Um, but it's apparently she was unlikable on screen or something. Being an unlikable woman on screen ain't no picnic is exactly what it says. It says Betty Davis made it look cool, though. <laughs> She's known for her enormous, stunning eyes. Hence the song written about her. Uh, but Davis took to playing unsympathetic roles like other actresses who took romantic leads. Um, she had a depth to her that would make uh, those characters she played leap off screen. Often made you sympathize with their plight. Not that Davis would have cared if he did or not. <laughs> kind of <laughs> like that. Uh, but anyway, she had some versatility to her. And she was also, um, she went from uh, romantic dramas to horror films. Uh, she had, it says here that she had a career that boasts roughly 100 acting credits, which is pretty insane. Um, so there's no doubt that she was one of the biggest actresses of her day. And I feel like, I feel confident in saying I think everyone has heard of Betty Davis. Yeah. And I'm sure you've all heard of our number three as well. Audrey She's Hepburn. my number one. She's Just my number one. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so not only was Audrey Hepburn a fabulous actress and celebrity, but she was also a fashion on icon. And she had a very distinctive look that was different from a lot of the other stars of the day who were very voluptuous and curvy. Mm -hmm. She was more petite. And on screen, she was high class and likable and funny. And so she did really well in romantic comedies. And she also did really well in musicals. And she had a timeless quality that has kept her legacy going strong even today. Uh, a fun fact, because I've watched every biography possible on this woman, because to say I'm obsessed with her is an understatement. Uh, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> love her movies. I've seen every single one. Uh, I've had Alex over watching My Fair Lady and, you know, Sabrina and Roman Holiday. We've watched them all. Mm -hmm. uh, but one thing that maybe people don't know is that when she was a baby, um, her mom and her fled uh, Germany, actually, and fled the Holocaust. Oh, wow. So that's an interesting fun fact. Not yeah. fun. Not but fun. An interesting yeah. fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> All right. So um, I would say that we would stop here because she's number one, but mm -hmm. there are two others. So we'll have to go there. Uh, at number two, we have Ingrid Bergman. Uh, um, I'm not really familiar with her work as much, and I'm not, I've heard her name before. Mm -hmm. um, but here it says that. Uh, She's one of the has one of the most illustrious careers in all of cinema. Um, she's very successful in Hollywood. Uh, she found acclaim in films of Italian director Roberto Rossellini. I like that name. Rossellini. Mm. <laughs> um, she often played troubled women, strong women who had to fight through inner and outer demons to achieve what they wanted and was a master of letting her vulnerability shine even uh, through even in her moments of strength. Um Oh, okay. She was in Casablanca. Mm -hmm. Casablanca, I have seen. Okay, I didn't know that that was her. I love Casablanca. Did you ever see that? Yeah. Well, that's a good movie. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm sure you've heard of that. Casablanca is a very famous movie. So she was in that, and that was her most remembered film. All right. So they give a few honorable mentions before we get to number one. Uh, Lauren Bacall, Greta Garbo, I've heard of. Rita Hayworth, Lana Turner, Marlene Dietrich. 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 Mm -hmm. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> and then Alex, number one. All right, so that brings us to number one, which is another Hepburn, just as Jess would say, the wrong Hepburn. The wrong and Hepburn. It's, Unrelated. It's Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> and she has what might be considered one of the most recognizable voices in Hollywood. And many believe that her voice was what made her famous. And she mm -hmm. made sure that her voice was heard. 
So she appeared in a range of films. She had a 60 year career. She took control from everything from screwball comedy to Tennessee Williams adaptations, but she always remained constant. Her characters were often strong-willed and stubborn, unwilling to take no for an answer, and they were happy to let you hear about it. In real <laughs> life, it seems that she was pretty similar to this on-screen persona. She never backed down from a challenge, and she did use the latter part of her career to take on more difficult material that she might not have touched when she was earlier. And yeah, there you go. Catherine Hepburn. I actually never saw a Catherine Hepburn movie, I don't think. You can't marry that guy. George, I'm going to. Why, why not? Well, I don't know. I thought I'd be for it at first, but you just don't seem to match up. Then the fool's with me. Well, maybe so, but all the same, now, you can't do it. No. No. Come around about noon tomorrow. I mean today. Snob. Say, what do you mean, snob? You're the worst kind there is, an intellectual snob. You made up your mind awfully young, it seems to me. Well, 30's about time to make up your mind. And I'm nothing of the sort, not Mr. Connor. The time to make up your mind about people is never. All right, let's move on to our questions. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're going to stick with questions related to the book as usual. So for the first, I have, um, have you ever wanted to be a celebrity? And if you were one, do you think you could handle the fame? I've never wanted to be a celebrity, and I absolutely do not think that I could handle it. I think... Uh, it would be too much for me to turn on the TV and see random strangers that I don't know talking about my life. That would drive me insane. I'm too private for that. And also, I just don't think I could emotionally handle it. Yeah. I, when I was younger, I did. I wanted to be a famous singer. That's all I thought about when I was little. Um, but I would have never been able to make it in Hollywood because it's like cutthroat and you have to do certain things that I would never do. So... Uh, it wouldn't have worked out for me anyway. Mm -hmm. And now today I would never want paparazzi all over me or anybody like, you know, stepping in um, and in invading the privacy of me and my family or anything. Yeah. Um, so I really don't think I could handle that fame. Um, and I, if you asked me 10 years ago or 20 years ago, I would have said maybe, but now I would say absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, if you were Evelyn Hugo with all of her power and fortune, what would you do with it? I would donate a lot of it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I would definitely donate and try to do good with it. I would try to do good with a platform. I wouldn't be a shill <laughs> and I wouldn't, <laughs> um, I would have too much power and be like, absolutely not. I don't need you. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I would definitely have multiple houses. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, probably one in like, I don't know, like a villa in Italy, probably okay. Tuscany or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, something somewhere on a beach and, um, and that's it. That's all I would really want. Otherwise, I would donate most of it and just make sure my kids are provided for. Yeah. I you? would buy an island and <laughs> I would build a bunch like, of fuck a house. I, I would build <laughs> I would build a bunch of houses for me and my friends and family to live on. And then I would donate the rest of it to organizations to save animals and nice. for research into certain illnesses like maybe diabetes, Alzheimer's things like that so all right if you had to be married to one of evelyn evelyn hugo's husbands who would it be and why all right so i wouldn't want to be married to any of them but if i had <laughs> to be i would choose rex 
because oh he's, wow okay he seemed interesting at least he seemed like we could have some good conversations he seemed fun like he would like to go out and do things sometimes but he was also respectful and he wouldn't push the boundary if i said no to something he would respect that and so i would i would choose him i guess i would have to say harry he was the only husband i really liked uh and i i know that that would be like a pa uh, passionless marriage and everything but like he was getting his and i could still get mine so yeah all right i just <laughs> i would want to be married to somebody I, just think <laughs> I think he's like a nice guy so if there had to yeah. be some kind of an arrangement that's the only way i would have any of her husbands <laughs> so okay. there you go all right all right well if you were a celeb and you had to change your name what would you change your name mm. to <laughs> uh well, what were our names when we were on the red carpet? <laughs> you were Alex Seacrest, right? I think I was no, Alex, Alex Seabreast. Seabreast. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who was I? Joan Shivers? Joan Jeff Shivers. Shivers. <laughs> Joan Shivers. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I 100% want to be Jess Shivers. <laughs> okay. And I want to be her exactly because that she was such a badass and she didn't give a shit. She would say whatever was on her mind and she didn't care who who, who heard it, who cared, who was bothered. She did not care. Um, yeah. I love her. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would not change my name. Do I have to change my name to be a celebrity? If it says if you were a celeb that had to change your name, what would you change it to? All right. Well, then I guess... Can I do like something old school, like the Vikings, like Alexander the Pale or something? <laughs> <laughs> Alexander the Reader. The Pale? Uh, the Pale, because I'm very pale. You oh, guys can't. I was you... thinking like a garbage pale. No, like, I'm not a garbage pale, you bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was no, like, don't be trash. I'm, you, guys, you guys can't <laughs> see me, but I am super pale. And my mom tells me all the time. <laughs> She's like, maybe you should use some self tanner. <laughs> Say it with me. Sunlight. Sunlight. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll just get burnt and then I'll go back to being pale. Sometimes yeah, you're red for like a few days. Then yeah. yeah. You're right. So, sometimes I try to show off my tan. I'll be like, look how tan I am. And Rob just makes fun of me. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, you're not. I'm like, look at my tan line. And he's like, that's not, that's just a, a darker shade of pale. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up. So that's. I know. <laughs> That's I love how we're it. related, but we have totally different skin tones. I know. I'm like very um I'm I'm very medium to, to tan, I guess. Yeah. Um, but when I when I get a tan, like I'm super dark. Yeah. Yeah. And Alex is just like, but I've been in the sun as much as you and I'm red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like related though. I don't understand. I but don't know. If I wear shorts in the in the summer, my dad is very dramatic and says that my legs blind him and that I have to put like bl a blanket on or something. It's very dramatic. And then yeah, so dramatic. and then you and your mom come strolling in like super super tan. I'm just like, ah, bitches. Just kidding. I, I don't. I'm happy for your tan. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish I could yeah, get I'm some. I'm happy for you and your tan. Yeah, <laughs> I, you go you. And I just I just wish I could have some of it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be doing rapid fire today, but we're going to do it with a little bit of a spin. So for the first rapid fire, yes, you heard me, uh, we're going to be doing our usual two minutes and we're going to do places not to take a date to on Valentine's Day. And then for Evelyn Hugo's sake, we're going to do a bonus today, which is only one minute. You only get 50, uh, 60 seconds. Jeez. <laughs> uh, and it's what, oh, what you can get away with saying if you're Evelyn Hugo. All right, so places not to take a date to on Valentine's Day. You got two minutes on the clock. Three, two, one, go. 
the morgue. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, the cemetery, the hospital, to a séance. <laughs> no, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> to an elementary school, to any uh, to school. Go visit, to go visit a grave of somebody you knew. It's just getting worse. Yeah, if it's a first date, don't bring them to meet your parents. Yeah, oh, actually, weird. if it's any date, let's not spend Valentine's Day with our parents. That's yeah, weird. really. Yeah, I want to go. I want to spend it with my mommy and daddy. I'd be like, bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, do not take them to your office to watch you work. No, don't do that. <laughs> Mm-mm. No, don't no. take them to your ex's house. Uh, don't never take them to your ex's house. <laughs> Don't take them to some kind of creepy-ish sex show. No, don't do that. No. Nope. <laughs> unless that's it, unless you're both into that. No. I don't know. But I wouldn't do it. No. Don't take them to a a treehouse building some... clinic. <laughs> what? A treehouse building clinic. Don't take them to your old treehouse either. The one no. that's falling down. Yeah, don't take them in that. Don't take them to Home uh, Depot. Yeah, what the hell are you doing there? I don't know. Don't do it. We can have this house and make it ours. I would mm. run away. Don't take them to McDonald's. <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't do it. McDonald's drive through. Don't even do that. Let's we'll get I figured we'd eat in the car and talk. No. Not Valentine's Day. That's not good enough. There's only a few seconds left. Oh crap. Yeah, it's, it's done. Okay. I was quick. All right. Well, don't take them there. Uh, definitely don't take mm -hmm. them to the mall because after that, all the answers sucked. Uh, you know what? Take them to the morgue. <laughs> hey, before we go eat, I just want to bring you somewhere. Yeah. And then you just walk into the morgue and it's like, you think, you think there's any bodies in those drawers? You want to look? Uh, creepy. The right. scariest date of your life. Of your life. Yeah. All right. So we got a minute on the clock now. Okay. And before we can stop thinking of thinking, mm. uh, let's jump right into it. Mm. What you can only get away with saying if... You are the Evelyn Hugo. Go. Use your tits, bitch. <laughs> hey, John, let me push you down the stairs, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Who needs love when you can just get another husband? I am Evelyn Hugo. Not only do I have one tit, but I have two. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't need your money. I have my money. Always keep them guessing and never give them what they want. I, Evelyn Hugo, myself. <laughs> I'd uh, rather die than wear that. Yeah. <laughs> Three seconds left. Get the money. All right. Uh, so there we go. All right. Uh, we didn't really let her say much, but what she did say was effective. Yes. I think. I agree. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that brings us to our word of the day this week which is yabber, pronounced yabber, it's a verb. And guess what it means? It means to jabber <laughs> or to chatter meaninglessly. <laughs> I feel like we don't need two words that mean this. Why can't that, that rhyme? That are basically the same word, but they just changed the first letter. It sounds like somebody right. just made a typo and they were like, oh, there's two words that we can use now. Just use jabber. Basically. Anyway, here's, uh, here's oh, an example. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yabber reminds me of um, the Flintstones. Yabba dabba doo. Yabba dabba doo. <laughs> Yabba dabba doo. Uh, well, here's an example. I'm not interested in any of your yabbering about how busy you've been at home. 
I want to know why this work is a month and a half late. Damn. Damn, savage. I know. Seriously. Like, why is it that late? I don't know. All right. I, stop yabbering. Where is it? I have an example for this book. Monique had to sit there and listen to Evelyn just yabber on and on about her life. And all she wanted to know was one thing. Who is the greatest love of your life? Very good. Also, <laughs> when David, that was his name, her ex, right? Yeah. All right. When David came running back, uh, he, she had to listen to Monique again. She had to listen to him yabber on and on when she knew that she did not want to be married to him anymore. Yes, that's true. Yep. Also, yabber dabber do, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Signed Fred Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have some trivia for this word. So let's see how it came about. It says, uh, yeah, we had a lot of details here. So Yabba, Yabber, sorry, New York people, Yabba, <laughs> Yabber appeared in 1855 and has its roots in Gabby, 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 probably an Australian Aboriginal language and could be an alteration of Jabber. You might feel sports commentators your mother-in-law or the person sitting next to you on the, a red eye from la to new york all jabber too much if they talk endlessly about something that holds no interest for you so there you go yeah okay all right don't don't yabber too much today don't yes. jabber too much either yeah and don't be a yabber jabber no one likes that a yabber jabber <laughs> all right so um for today's phrase for a speech series instead of saying fake say so instead of saying that bitch got a fake rack you can say that bitch she's got a faux chest <laughs> I mean you can still keep rack if you want she has a faux chest or her chest faux <laughs> okay <laughs> oh, alright there you go Alex you got an example for us I have an example but it wasn't fun so oh, why not I don't know I don't know. I was just going to say that Evelyn probably wore a faux fur. Instead of saying Evelyn wore a fake fur shawl, you could say she wore a faux fur shawl. I don't know. It was okay. all I could think of. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did you meet Evelyn? Yes, I did. She's faux. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's go to our reviews. Are you right. ready? I'm ready. Is you ready? Okay. I'm ready. All right. All so... right. All right. Oh, okay. Here, all right, here we go. Sorry. <laughs> I have a one-star review, and this person said, well, I never thought I'd see the day where I didn't fall in love with a TJR book, but here we are. This person also abbreviated the name because I guess they were annoyed as well. Because it's annoying to say. Sorry. <laughs> but, like, you know, three names is, is a lot. It's a for, lot. For a podcaster. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, she said, I'm sure I'll be the black sheep on this and I'll never, I'll never understand why. I hated this book and I say that very, very infrequently. I hated every single character with the exception of maybe one, but even he turned out to be a huge disappointment eventually. The plot was both simplistic yet beyond difficult to believe. Contrived and cookie cutter are also words that come to mind and will only make sense if you read it. No spoilers here. One major plot point had me eye rolling so hard I was convinced I would have a stroke. I also, I know, I also really, really, really disliked the main romance. I felt there was a huge double standard in how this relationship was portrayed based on the genders of the characters involved. This quote unquote great love was abusive, emotionally draining, and not what love is in my opinion. While while I am all for authors branching out and trying new kinds of books, this book just did not work for me in the least. 
So there you go. Well, I have another one too. I actually have two, but I'm going to read bits and pieces of each. Okay. So for the first one, it's a one star and it says, wow, that was awful. The content is of the supermarket tabloid variety and the light and the writer lacks all subtlety and grace. She might as well have beaten you over the head with a mallet to introduce her themes. This book is the stuff that gives Chicklet a bad name. Does not like this book. All right. No. And then there's <laughs> another one that this person writes, as I write, this is also dramatic. This book has a higher rating than Catcher in the Rye. A higher rating than the color purple. A higher rating, hold on to your hat, than both The Great Gatsby and To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes, you read that correctly. Why? <laughs> Someone tell me why right fucking now. This book is crap. I, I saw more, that. I saw yeah, that there's one. More, there's more to it, but like, I don't know. So passionate. <laughs> so passionate. And then there's just one other thing. She says... That book baby was born on a stack of U.S. weekly magazines, and so some of that smut rubbed off on the horrible book baby. What the fuck does that even mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, I always love the people who are so passionate about books that they hate, and like they go and they write these like unhinged reviews. <laughs> like me with Dark Matter, yeah, I know. <laughs> Actually, no, I, I wasn't half as dramatic as that. I wasn't no. like, this book, it's like a book baby. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> a book baby, whatever that means. <laughs> Wait, it, this is how they ended off. I'll just say this. It says, I recommend you read this awful thing only so you can honestly give it the one star rating it deserves. Please join wow. me in putting this awful book in its place. Like, wow. Damn. Wow. <sighs> Savage hate. I know. <laughs> damn look i love when readers have passion because i'm a passionate reader myself mm -hmm. but damn yeah it's a little <laughs> little intense <laughs> a little over the top definitely intense all right yeah. what what do you have for the five stars that as intense <laughs> it's intense in a different way on the opposite <laughs> side <laughs> All right, so this person said, a spectacular book, well-deserving of five stars. All of the characters feel like real people, complex, nuanced, and painfully human. Not only is the story incredibly diverse despite its old Hollywood setting, it also has the best buy representation I've ever seen. The journey through Evelyn Hugo's life is filled with trials and tribulations, love and loss, mistakes and redemption. All the while, Reed does a great job at making you feel all the emotions along the way. I left this book feeling reflective, melancholic, and touched by how many things can happen in life that are both awful and wonderful. Overall, a compelling read that is beautifully put together as it is emotionally satisfying. So this person had a completely different view than the one star in terms of how the relationship was represented on the page. I'll say. Yeah. All right. Now, I officially have three now of, of, of five stars. <laughs> okay. I don't know why, but for some reason in this book, I guess because Evelyn Hugo is an actress and she's dramatic, people, they felt compelled to be super dramatic in their yeah. reviews uh, for this one. So this person actually starts off with exactly what we just said. Just five stars, not to be dramatic. <laughs> But it's okay. going to be dramatic. But it's um, going to be but dramatic. If there, but if there ever comes a point in time where the fate of the human civilization is coming to an end and we need to create a time capsule to immortalize our posterity, this book better be in it. There what? has never been a more honest and enthralling book in the history of the world, ever. Wow. Alexandra. Okay. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> um <laughs> I, 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 I have no i mean i have nothing to say i, don't I mean i loved this book and i disagree with this person <laughs> no i don't think it should be in the time capsule to, to no. represent our books no, no. 
No way. Or our society. Uh, no. Weird. Exactly. Weird. You know, Evelyn Hugo's manipulative bitch. I think other uh, civilization should be like, this is what this civilization yes. was like. Oh my All God. Right. Uh, then I have one uh, one liner. It says, I, how do I cope? I mean, you just move on with your life. That's how you cope. <laughs> Uh, and then the most dramatic of all, of all, is so unfortunate that I will pass away before I find a book that I love even half as much as this. Girl. It's hilarious. Girl. <laughs> but maybe you will, though. <laughs> you know? Like, how old could you possibly be? I know. That you feel that way, you know? Like, you have your whole rest of your life to find another book. Like, there's millions of books. There's billions of books. There's probably trillions of books. And there's also better books than this, you know? Like, this isn't the greatest masterpiece of our time. <laughs> You're just I, giving I it too to, much credit. <laughs> I had to choose all of these. There was others, too, that were just as ridiculous, by mm -hmm. the way. I, I just, you know, where does it end? I just can't sit here yeah. and read them all. But I'm telling you right now, go to Goodreads and go look at the five-star reviews for this book. I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay? And remember that this should not be in a time capsule. Time capsule. No. Yeah. The other books that were mentioned by the other person in the one-star review, yes. Mm -hmm. Catcher yeah. on the Rye, things like that. Th those are classics. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe something of that selection. Mm -hmm. You know what should not, be not in a Evelyn time capsule? No. <laughs> Speaking of Evelyn Hugedit, I was just going to say, <laughs> you know what should be in a time capsule, though, is our backflaps. <laughs> so... Damn right. Damn right, they should be. <laughs> Why don't you start us yeah. off on them? <laughs> yeah, perfect segue. Uh, here's our backflaps. All right. Evelyn Huge Tit had seven husbands, but you can't even get a date for Valentine's Day, can you? <laughs> Jess and Alex. It's pretty messed up. But I, you know, it's kind of accurate. No, I'm kidding. You're just roasting people at that point. It's like, come read this book. We'll roast you. <laughs> I just thought of another one, actually. Wait. Uh, Evelyn Huge Tit had seven husbands, but two tits. <laughs> Well, tits. well accurate <laughs> just <Okay>. facts <laughs> all right evelyn's like wait before you go i interfered with your dad's tragic death he was also gay but hey he loved you just and alex <laughs> i wasn't gonna leave you guys that's the, that's the lie uh the seven husbands of evelyn hugo is a well-written transportation back into time on a time machine of secrets and manipulation so read it you know you want to. Do it. Do it. This isn't me trying to Evelyn Hugo you into it or anything. <laughs> Jess and Alex. <laughs> hey, listen. Don't play blackjack with Don Adler. I'd be worried to see what he'd do when you said, hit me. Too soon? <laughs> Too soon? Jess and Alex. <laughs> oh God, about that one. I was just choked in my water. <sighs> <sighs> Old Hollywood may have appeared glamorous on the outside, but it was gooey dino shit on the inside. <laughs> Which reminds me of cum spinning velociraptors. And if you're like, what the hell is that? Like Alex was, uh, then you probably haven't played Evil Apples on your iPhone or um, what's the game called again? Card Cards Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity, because that is the best card ever. Because whenever you get that card, it doesn't matter when you play it, it wins every time because it's mm -hmm. the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. That would be the most ridiculous thing. I would know what to do myself. I'd be like, I don't know if I should scream, run, or cry. I, I I don't know, but somebody give me a tissue. <laughs> somebody get me a, a wet towel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie America's Sweethearts? 
a lot of the same concepts here, which tells me this fiction isn't necessarily based off fiction. Read it today and stay the hell away from Hollywood, old or new. Just <laughs> now, like, she's all advice. Stay away from Hollywood. That's right. <laughs> oh, Evelyn Hugo. You got a time capsule? That's Alex. What, what, what would Evelyn put in her time capsule? Obviously this book. One of her bras, maybe. Be like, see, they really were huge. All right. These were my, these were Evelyn's huge tits. All right. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know where I got that from too, right? Uh, in the movie, I don't know if it's a scary movie where they make fun of everything. I think so. Um, when she's like, who's going to play me in my movie? It's probably going to be someone stupid like Jennifer Love Huge Tits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, I would remember and think that's hilarious. Yeah. It's hysterical. All right. Yeah. That's it. They'd probably cast some dingbat like Jennifer Love Huge Tits to play <laughs> me. We're going to call this mini segment Snack Throwback. Because we're bringing back the snack talk. Yes. Uh, not that type of snack talk, actually, but more like, hey, what ingredients are in this book type of snack talk? But we're not going to pull out any specific ingredients. We're just going to tell you some quick, cute, yummy, easy recipes that you could make. Not this year, because this is the day after Valentine's <laughs> Day, but next year for the ones you love. So here's some treat ideas. Alex, what you got? So usually instead of buying a gift for valentine's day i like to just show my love and appreciation through baking something sweet literally and i usually like to do chocolates because it's the holiday for chocolates these are super easy to do basically you just get some melting chocolate we've talked about this before we like the Ghirardelli. you could do dark chocolate milk chocolate white chocolate whatever you like and you can get some candy molds so i like to do the silicone heart-shaped ones or you could do plastic ones or if you don't want to do that you could just use mini muffin pans just make sure you use a liner fill it with a little bit of chocolate and then you can do whatever type of filling you want you do assorted nuts like us assorted nuts you could do peanut butter you could do coconut you could do jam i like to do like raspberry jam or preserves really good cover it with a little bit more chocolate put it in the refrigerator or freezer for maybe 30 minutes and then you just pop them out and you can put them on a little tray or in a little box and it's a really cute little easy way to show your love and appreciation for someone also a really good idea if you're going to a valentine's day party or something like that yes all right so um for me you can make who doesn't like brownies i don't know anyone that doesn't like brownies they're my favorite right and if you don't like <laughs> chocolate if you're one of those you can even make blondies no one's judging but anyway uh That's let's so just say you, i know let's just say you do love brownies because you're like 99 percent of the population uh then you can actually go like alex said you could take Ghirardelli. They have the best brownies in a box in my opinion you could just make those and then cut them into little heart shapes with a cookie cutter uh, or you can make a homemade version. So something very easy. You just take one bowl, one one and done. Take uh, two large eggs. Make sure they're at room temperature and beat those in a bowl. So feed it. Just feed it. Add one teaspoon of vanilla extract. Add one and a third cups of sugar and a half a cup of melted butter. But make sure it's cooled or it'll cook those eggs and yuck. You don't want that. Uh, mix that together and then you're going to sift in your dry ingredients, which can't have brownies without cocoa powder. Um, so two thirds of a cup of unsweetened cocoa powder. And my favorite cocoa powder is the Hershey's Special Dark, the best. They come out like perfect. Just so you need to know. Perfect. So you could do that. And then uh, you add in one teaspoon of espresso powder, and that's just going to enhance the flavor of the chocolate. Wouldn't want to do that. Half a teaspoon of salt, a half a cup of flour, and then you sift that in, mix it all together, 
Um, I think I forgot to mention before, you need two tablespoons of veggie oil. So do that before you add your dry ingredients. Um, and then once you have that all mixed together, you add in your uh, chocolate chips. I do not measure chocolate chips. When they say a cup, it doesn't mean that. You could put the whole bag, half the bag, whatever you <laughs> feel like, whatever your, your bag is. Mm -hmm. um, but I will not judge you because I've done it. So if you want to put that whole bag in, you go right ahead. Uh, and then you preheat your oven, obviously, to 350. Use a 9 by 9 pan. Um, you can make sure that you um, coat it with butter or cooking spray or whatever. Or you could just use parchment paper if you're feeling lazy, like usually I am. And honestly, it just comes right out. So, And then you, you cook them for 21 to 25 minutes. You let them cool before you take them out. And then instead of cutting them regular, you just put heart-shaped cookie cutters right in there and get as close as you can. So this way you don't have too much excess. And then you could even add sprinkles if you want to and make them cute and festive. It's up to you, but yum. Yeah. Love brownies. Right. <laughs> I know. Who doesn't? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who are these people that don't? I just need to know. I don't know. All right. That brings us to our next segment. As you guys are familiar with, we have our unlyrical lyrics. Fucking SOS. So today we're going to be doing That's Amore by Dean Martin, bringing it old school because this is an old school book. When the moon hits your eye like a bigger pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. All right, so we're going to try to be as dramatic as possible. I don't know if we're going to be as dramatic as those comments were, mm -hmm. but we're going to try our best. Hey, for those listening, you know, Alex's mom questioned this, but we like doing voices because <laughs> it's theatrical. All right. So we're going to continue to do that. And we hope that you like it. So let's be as dramatic as possible, Alex. All right. In Napoli, where love is king, when boy meets girl, here's what they say. Oh, oh when the moon uh, hits your eye, uh, like a big pizza pie, that's, uh, that's amore. Well, it uh, seems to shine, like you've had uh, too much wine. That's amore. The bells, they'll ring, you know, uh, ting-a-ling-a-ling, ting-a-ling-a-ling, <laughs> you know. And uh, you'll sing Vita Bella. Hearts will play. Tippy tippy tay. Tippy tippy tay. Like a gay tarantella. <laughs> New York version of the I Italian I accent. Don't, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This one's my favorite so far. <laughs> when the stars, uh, they make it you drool. Like, uh, like a pasta fazole. That's amore. Why do the stars make you drool? <laughs> I'm not really sure. When you dance down the street with a cloud at your feet, you're in love. I don't know what that one was. I don't know. <laughs> when you walk in a dream, but you know you're not the dreaming, signore. Uh, scusiami, but you see... Uh, Back in old Napoli, that's amore. When the moon hits your eye, like a big pizza pie, that's amore. That's amore. But pizza never hits my eye, though. <laughs> never hits my eye, ever. Like a, like, like a big pizza pie. <laughs> I know. Like, I never just take the giant pizza before I, like, you know, take slices out and just hit my eyeball with it. 
But challenge, okay. Challenge accepted. Uh, oh, and the world uh, seems to shine uh, like it had too much wine. That's a body. That's a body. You sound like, uh... <laughs> wait, who's the, the, oh, it's a witch. Get away from me, witch. <laughs> I'll look it up and send it to you later. Get away from me, witch! <laughs> no, the guy who played Ali G, and then he had that movie that I can't think of the name of. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. What was that movie that he did, where Borat? he lives? Borat. That's what you sounded like that time. Was <laughs> Borat. That's not Italian. I. Know. That's hilarious. Sorry, sorry. Who is this lady? You have shrunk. Was she the owner of this house that you camp no. in front of? There's a couple more child's dolls. Do not try shrink me, gypsy. I serious. These are your spells. Bells will ring, tingalingaling, tingalingaling, and you'll sing. Vita bella, vita bell, vita bella. Hearts will play, tippy tippy day, tippy tippy day, like a gay tarantella. <laughs> Lucky fella. <laughs> <laughs> when the stars are maker, you drool. Just like a pasta vazool. That's amore. Eh, eh, that's amore. When you dance down the street with a cloud at your feet, you're in love. <laughs> when you walk in a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, senor, scuse me. But you see, back in old Napoli, that's amore. Amore. That's Amore! Well, that's Steve it. That's... Martin is rolling over in his grave and he's like, I hate these people. <laughs> Pretty much. I think he's dead. He is, right? Yeah, I, I think so. If he's not, we just killed him. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, Dean. No disrespect. <laughs> Anyway, the, the lyrics of that song's hilarious. The whole time when you were doing the, the Tarantella voice, <laughs> it sounded so much like in the movie Moonstruck. And she's like, I love this man. <laughs> but he doesn't know. He doesn't know I love this man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> That's even more of a, a New York accent than mine. I'm in love with this man. But he doesn't know that. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. So fun. <sighs> Really good times good song good song yes. this song makes no sense whatsoever we... none none no you sense. never hit your own eye with a pizza pie so <laughs> no and the stars i never met anyone i don't know Listen. if you're if you're walking around at night and you're looking up at the stars and it's just making you drool honestly it sounds more like a condition than anything else i'm concerned for you. <laughs> i don't know what's going on See a doctor. yeah See a doctor. <laughs> also i again reminded this whole song of in the movie Moonstruck. Yes, shares in the movie Moonstruck. We love it, okay? <laughs> but one of my favorite movies of all time, Moonstruck. But in that movie when uh, he's looking outside at the moon and he's like, it's Cosmo's moon! You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Shit's <Yeah>. hilarious. <laughs> all right. Look. Oh. Hmm. It's Cosmo's moon. All right, well, there you have it. That's Amore, in case you didn't know what it is. Now you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I still, that's Amore means love. That's love. That's not love. None of that was love. <laughs> you're not drooling at the stars or putting pizza in your eyeball. Just pizza just in your eyeball. Maybe you <laughs> are. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe we're doing love wrong, Jess. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe all of us are. I don't know. 
<laughs> but listen, don't try that at home. All right. <laughs> all right. So our game for today is going to be some celebrity trivia. All right. Number one, which celebrity had to issue an apology after her cell phone was hacked and all her celebrity friends' phone numbers were posted on the internet? Was it Anna the Cornicove, mm-hmm. Christina the Aguilera, <laughs> Britney the Spear, or Paris the Hilt? <laughs> I know this answer. Is it Paris Hilton? I think it's Paris Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, th- I think so. I kind of remember hearing about this. I'm, I I would say Paris Hilton. All right, we're going Paris. Correct. Yay! In February 2005, this happened. Paris Hilton had an issue where she had to apologize because her T-Mobile sidekick. <laughs> oh hell yeah! I love the sidekick. I used to have that phone. Was hacked, and their self and their numbers and email addresses were all posted on the internet. Private information from Eminem. Lindsay Lohan, Christina the Aguilera, mm-hmm. Andy Roddick, Vin Diesel, and Anna Kornikova. Ah, mm. that's why they were listed in there. Mm. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Okay. All right, number two. What Hollywood starlet was arrested for shoplifting from the Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills? I feel like we already know this. Was this it so easy. Yeah. Was it Christina Ricci, Winona Ryder, Angelina Jolie, or Charlize Theron? Well, Gotta it wasn't be Winona. Christina the Reach. It was definitely Winona. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I remember that. Yes, that was correct. (laughs) Detained by security guards in 2001. She was found to have several articles of clothing and hair accessories, all totaling more than $5,000, including Marc Jacobs designed floral print thermal top and a Gucci dress. Oh, she was sentenced to three years probation and 480 hours of community service. All right. Who was the first major american celebrity whose aids diagnosis became public knowledge i know this yeah is it isaac asimov rock hudson clark gable or magic johnson i think it's magic johnson right as I yeah. think so no, no. Oh, is, it rock, is it rock hudson was rock hudson was. that was my second thought too but okay. i didn't know that he was outed for that i thought he was just outed for being gay i didn't know he was the first one the revelation that hudson was gay was almost as surprising as the announcement of his terminal illness because he'd been a hollywood leading man for three decades he died october 2nd 1985 of complications resulting from this disease horrible mm. all right next question in a bizarre bit of celebrity behavior who dangled his baby from the third floor balcony of a German hotel on November 20th, 2002? I know this answer. So our Everyone options are, answer. yeah, Michael Jackson, Mike Tyson, Charlie Sheen, or Dennis Rodman. It's definitely Michael Jackson. Yeah. If it isn't, I, I quit, but it 100% is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's famous Hor- for that. Yep. Yeah. The horrified fans gathered below thought Jackson was going to drop his child. The singer later admitted that he had made a, quote, terrible mistake, had only been, quote, caught up in the excitement of the moment. He said he would, quote, never intentionally endanger the lives of his children. A spokesman later identified the child as Prince Michael II, Jackson's youngest son. What celebrity made headlines in 1980 when he set himself on fire while freebasing cocaine? God, what? Wow. I don't think Chevy I know Chase, this one. Eddie Murphy, Rodney Dangerfield, and Richard Pryor. What celebrity made headlines in 1980 when he set himself on fire while freebasing cocaine? I don't even know what freebasing cocaine means. <laughs> but uh, it? I don't know. I, who maybe set themselves on fire? Cooking? Cooking it, maybe, obviously, because he has to be doing something with fire, right? I guess. So 
Um, I, I don't think it's Chevy Chase, and I don't think it's Rodney Dangerfield. It would either have to be Eddie Murphy, which I feel like growing up in his movies, I would know this. So it has to be Richard Pryor. Okay. Just by the process of elimination. I was going to say either Rodney Dangerfield or Richard Pryor only because I don't really know much about them. I agree. I think I would have heard if it was Chevy Chase or Eddie Murphy because I grew up more on them. Yeah, we're more familiar with them. And I have uh, seen things with Rodney Dangerfield in them. And I feel like I would have heard maybe that too. I don't know. I'm going to go with Richard Pryor. Okay. Oh, you were right. Nice. I'm a good test taker. Not, I don't know the answer. (laughs) in 1980 suffering from cocaine induced hallucinations comedian richard pryor not so funny though doused Mm. himself with cognac and set himself on fire at his home in northridge california he survived but he had third degree burns and spent six weeks in the hospital um he was later quoted saying the scars i now have on the outside only mirrored the ones i had on the inside my entire life okay So I just looked up freebasing cocaine and it says is the process of separating the base form of cocaine from its naturally occurring salt form. I don't even know what that means. All right. All right. Next, next question. Number six, what celebrity was the victim of an infamous, infamous wardrobe malfunction during the 2004 Super Bowl halftime show? We all know this one. Was it Mariah Carey, Madonna, our girl JJ, Janet Jackson, or Lady Gaga? It's Janet Jackson. And it was a setup. Yeah, damn right it was. We look at you, JT. (laughs) Uh, But Mariah Carey would never. She would never. never You would never even be able to get close enough to Mariah Carey to let that happen. Never. The the other two, questionable. I could see Gaga or Madonna doing things like that. But Mariah, don't you dare come for my girl, Mariah, because she would never. I feel like Madonna and Lady Gaga would just do it to themselves. Like they would do it intentionally. Yeah. But Janet Jackson... She, she wasn't helpful. She was performing Rock Your Body with Justin Timberlake at the 2004 Super Bowl. And she's, she had a purported wardrobe malfunction when Timberlake, JT, rich, reached up to rip off the breastplate of her costume and he exposed one of her breasts on national TV. She later apologized, claiming that the incident was unintentional and that she had simply had problems with her costume. The FCC, though, was not amused and fined CBS $550,000 for it. Which JT should have paid. Yeah, yeah. And it it should have been paid to Janet Jackson. That's right. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm sure that she suffered, you know, I'm sure she was like... She did. Her her career took a big hit because of this and never fully recovered. You're right. You're right about that. Yeah. Well, I'm still a Janet Jackson fan. JT, not so much. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We hate you right now, Justin. (laughs) All right. Which of the following celebrities does not have a graduate degree? James Franco. David Duchovny, Duchovny, Duchovny. <laughs> I don't know, one of those. O- opera, wow, Oprah Winfrey or Sigourney Weaver. I feel like James Franco has one. So I'm I feel like, I f- yeah, I feel like he does because he would be my first choice to say no. And I feel like that's just too obvious. I'm going to say Sigourney I, Weaver. I don't know. I'm going to say think? Oprah. I feel Oprah? like Oprah doesn't. All okay. right, let's go with Oprah then. I feel like Oprah doesn't. Um, but you might be right about the Sigourney the Weaves. No, you were right. Nice. <laughs> Oprah graduated from Tennessee State University with a BA in speech and drama, but did not attend graduate school because she mm. did not need to. Yeah. <laughs> like famous already at that point, probably. Yeah. Uh, also, though, I do love Sigourney the Weave. Yeah. The other two, not so much. <laughs> uh, I like David Duchovny. I like X-Files. <laughs> I never seen it. I have no, oh. I have, uh, 
issues with James Franco. Yes, I have issues with him as well. Which celebrity is a former firefighter? Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Steve Buscemi, Sean Penn, or Tommy Lee Jones? I love how you had to say The Rock. It doesn't even say it there. <laughs> I know, because that's how you have to say his name. You can't just call him. It doesn't sound complete if you say Dwayne Johnson. It has to be Dwayne, Dwayne The Johnson. Rock. No, it has to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You have to say it like that. Also, I don't think it was him. I think maybe Tommy Lee Jones. No, I don't think Dwayne Johnson was ever a excuse me excuse me Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> excuse me I don't think he was ever a firefighter I don't think so either. Uh, Steve Buscemi Sean Penn or Tommy Lee Jones maybe Steve Buscemi what you know this answer yeah. you're not playing but you can, you can... <laughs> who do you think it is Steve Buscemi he was, Steve at Buscemi? Buscemi? Is it? Yeah, he was at the NY he was at the NY he said oh he thanks Doug Thanks, Doug. <laughs> oh, all right, cool. I was gonna say Tommy Lee. Why would you bet Tommy Lee? Tommy Lee's been in because Tommy Lee Jones has done it all. I feel like you know he, he was MIB, Doug. It's the Men in Black. <laughs> all right, fine. But wait, just since you're here, is it Dwayne Johnson or is it Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne. Johnson. Oh, get out of here! You guys don't know. You don't get it. He's his biggest fan. So okay. He used to be The Rock. He formerly, used to be The Rock. Formerly, formerly known as The Rock. So, formerly so Dwayne Johnson or Dwayne formerly known as The Rock Johnson? Just say no, Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock formerly Johnson. Formerly known as The Rock Johnson is sad. Then you should just say, say Dwayne The Rock Johnson. All right, click, click on Steve Buscemi and let's see if Doug's <laughs> correct. <laughs> All right, let's see if Doug's right. Doug is correct. Yay, go Doug. served in the FDNY's Engine Company 55 in Manhattan's Little Italy for four years. After 9-11, oh, shit, he was there for 9-11. He returned to Engine 55 and for several days worked 12-hour shifts alongside other firefighters to sift through the mm -hmm. rubble of the World Trade Center. Wow. Wow, what a nice guy. All right. Funny looking. Funny looking. Funny looking guy. All right. Number nine, Conan O'Brien was once stalked by a blank a schizophrenic postal worker, a Catholic priest, an octogenarian meter maid, or an Olympian gymnast? Where did they come up with these options? Where did they come up with these options? But usually, like, when I'm test taking, I can, like, eliminate ones that are, like, super specific. You know, like, I'll be like, the super specific one is it. They're all super specific. I know. An octogenarian meter maid? Why can't you just say meter what is, why do you have know. to specify that? Well, what does octogenarian mean? I I think it means old. Like they're they're <laughs> old. I'm pretty sure it means like in your 80s or something like that. Wait, but Conan O'Brien was either stalked by a meter maid, a priest, a gymnast, or a postal <laughs> worker. I think we could probably eliminate a Catholic priest. I feel like they were not stalking Conan O'Brien. I also that feel the same way. Idea. Yeah, I also feel the same way about an Olympian gymnast. gymnast, right? Mm hmm. It's either the meter maid or the postal warrior. <laughs> yeah. Has to be. So, I mean, I'll just let you choose because I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I Let's... feel like the schizophrenic more than the octogenarian can stalk him. Because yeah. the octogenarian, if it means like an elderly person, they don't have the energy for that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Right? All right, what let's... is this meter maid chasing him for? Yeah. You don't care. He just gives the tickets out. I'm going postal worker because All right, maybe let's go postal he boxes or he was like not going through his mail. He was pissed. All right. No. No. Oh my God. Okay. And We're was, wrong. Was it the meter maid? It was, I clicked the meter maid second, and they're both wrong. It's either the priest or the gymnast. Shut up. Shut up. I'm going gymnast. All right. 
It's, it's shut up as a Catholic priest. Shut up. <laughs> that was the first one I eliminated in my head. All right. I'm trying. <laughs> the reasons why Father David Ajamian Ajamian fixated on O'Brien have never been entirely clear. The closest investigators ever came to an explanation is that the pair attended Harvard around the same time. He was like, yo, I went to school with you. I'm going to follow you around and be real creepy about it, all right? <laughs> I have no thoughts on that one. I, I learned something today. <laughs> I really... Why did they have to be so damn specific about the schizophrenic postal worker and the osteogenarian <laughs> meter maid if they weren't even in play? I, I don't know. This is misleading. It is misleading. Right, well, how long had Pamela Anderson known Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee before marrying him? Was it four years? Was it four months? Was it four days? Or was it four weeks? All right. I have no idea, but I'm assuming that because this is a question, it was probably really short. So probably four days or four weeks, if I had to guess. I was gonna. It, I was thinking four months, but let's okay. go four weeks then. Let's okay. Try four weeks. All right. No. Okay. All right. Let's go with your four days. Wait, you could do the four months. Oh, <laughs> it, oh <laughs> shit! It's four days. What? Uh, after this, a while, actually. This is some Evelyn Hugo shit. <laughs> yes, it is. After, whoa, see, now I'm questioning if it's real. Mm -hmm. After a whirlwind four-day courtship, Anderson and Lee were married in a non-traditional <gasps> ceremony that ended with Lee throwing his new bride in the ocean. What? All right. Before his big Hollywood break, Harrison Ford worked as a, I know this one, okay, but this one's hilarious. Was it a feng shui consultant? A roadie for the doors? A fragrance chemist or a body painter, and now actually I don't know because what I thought it was was none of these things. <laughs> what did so, you think it was? A carpenter, like Jesus. <laughs> Too normal. Too normal. Apparently, he, he was like making set designs or something on the set of a movie, and they were like, "Hey, you're handsome. You want to be in a movie?" And he was like, "Yeah." I Anyway, All right. Serious, seriously, though, um, these questions are getting more chaotic by the I know. second. Well, right, I, so I, Harrison, Harrison we, Ford, we love up in here. We do. I feel like we and can definitely, definitely hot, so they were definitely like mm, we need you to yeah. be working in Hollywood uh instead of being this fragrance chemist no he definitely was not a fragrance chemist mixing the chemicals I agree I think no. we can safely eliminate fragrance chemist and feng shui consultant I'm sorry yeah, there's no way feng shui was around then I'm sure it uh, was I think it's like an ancient Chinese thing but I just don't think that he was doing it <laughs> all right if he was a body painter that's kind of hot that's kind of hot <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say roadie for the doors. Maybe I'm gonna say roadie for the doors. That sounds like the most All realistic. Right. But it's probably it's probably gonna be yes. fragrance chemist. Oh, okay. No, that would be ridiculous. No, you were right. It's the All roadie right. for the doors. He wasn't a, a body painter, but we kind of was we're fantasizing that he was. Apparently, right. he was a roadie for the doors, but he left after feeling overwhelmed. And when it was over, he well, he said, "When it was over, I was one step away from joining a Jesuit monastery. I thought it was cool. I thought it was hip, but I couldn't keep keep up with those guys. It was too much." Hmm. Interesting. Well, the doors were too much for Harrison Ford. For blessing the world with his movies. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, we I, definitely I don't even know need this to one. read this question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, who did Britney Spears kiss on stage at the 2003 MTV Video Music Awards? Was it Ding 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 Madonna? <laughs> Was it Justin Timberlake? Eminem? Never. Hmm. Justin the Biebs? Absolutely not. No, that would have been illegal at that time. Yes. <laughs> It was definitely Madonna. It was. It was we Madonna. all know this. Yeah. 100%. And Christina Aguilera. But yes. She's not listed there. 
Yeah. Up, up, up. Madonna also kissed Christina Aguilera on the same show. There yep. you go. <laughs> what name was celebrity talk show host Oprah Winfrey born with? Was it Orpa, Paro, Opar, or Orhap? I have no idea. I've I'm never not... heard of this before. I've never heard of this either. I just thought her name was Oprah. No, and you know what? I thought it was going to end up being Harpo because Harpo is her entertainment company, right? Okay. So I thought, you know, it's her name backwards. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe O-par? maybe it's one of the O's because yeah. there's two O's. There's an O par and an O hop. There's, there's three O's. There's Orpa, Opar, oh, yeah, right. or <laughs> maybe it's forgetting the first one. Maybe it's none of the O's then, and maybe it's Paro. No, it's definitely not Paro. I don't know. It might be. Let's go Opar. Okay. Oh, damn. That was my first guess. What's or your second half? guess? Uh, or, my second guess was the first one, Orpa. Orpa's oh, correct. Yay! <laughs> Orpa's correct. Oprah was born on January 29th, 1954 in Kosciuszko. I definitely didn't pronounce that right. I'm sorry. I don't know. In Mississippi with the name Orpa. She was named after a character in the Bible, but later changed her name to Oprah because it was easier to pronounce. Oprah is most famous for the long running show, Oprah Winfrey show, obviously. I'm All pretty right. sure I know this next one too. I'm actually doing better at this than I thought I would. Yeah. There's some of them that threw us for a loop though. Yeah. Some of them were surprising. Yeah. All right. What professional... But learning a lot, though. What professional basketball player did Madonna have an affair with in the mid-1990s? Very easy. Shaquille O'Neal, Jason Kidd, Michael Jordan, or Dennis Rodman? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody had an affair with Dennis Rodman in the 90s. I know. Rodman later said the affair began when Madonna looked at him all sexy and said, you're staying with me in my room. Oh, according boy. damn that's very straightforward madonna yeah very evelyn hugo of her uh yeah. according to billboard madonna has had more number one singles than any other female artist rodman was the first nba player in history to win five championships with two different teams hmm. the pistons and the bulls hmm. nice okay what famous actor lost 45 pounds to play andrew beckett an aids victim fighting wrongful termination we should all know this Tom Hanks, William Hurt, Robin Williams, Kevin Spacey. It's it's Tommy the Hanks, for sure. 100% Tommy the Hanks. So yeah, Tom Hanks lost the 45 pounds to play Andrew Beckett in the movie Philadelphia in 1993. And he won his Best Actor Oscar for that performance. Before turning to Hanks, the producers had offered the role of Andrew Beckett to Daniel Day-Lewis, Michael Keaton, and Andy Garcia. Damn, I guess they all turned it down. Hmm. I guess. Daniel Day-Lewis would have slayed yeah what hollywood power couple announced they were separating on january 7 2005 tom cruise and nicole kidman pretty sure they were over by then john mm. travolta and kelly the pressed maybe. no brad pitt and jennifer aniston probably. i think it's them yeah and tim robbins and susan sarandon i'm gonna go with brad pitt also and i think so aniston. Yeah. yeah unfortunately they they made it so public of their, their yeah. relationship i felt bad for the two of them honestly yeah which of the following celebrities is left-handed is it Whoopi Goldberg, Bruce Willis, Paul McCartney, or all of them? Mm, I guess let's just say all of them, since that's the Probably. only time we've had that option. <laughs> no. Yep. yep. All of them are lefties. They're all lefties. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we didn't right. do too bad. No, I mean, I think we got most of them right, except maybe like three or... Yeah, I think we got two or three like wrong. Three tops. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. But yeah, we, we were definitely thrown for a loop with Conan O'Brien Stalker. <laughs> That one, I feel like, was intentionally made to trip us up. Also, if it hadn't been for Doug, we might not have gotten the Steve Buscemi one oh, correct. definitely not. Definitely yeah. not. 
but this was fun. I, I learned It was a lot. fun. I had no idea that they were dating for four days with I know. Alan Anderson and Tommy Lee. <laughs> I Who know. knew? I know. And I was just Damn, complaining that's like... about how I was reading Love in Other Words and she got engaged after two months. Imagine that. I'm like, well, I guess it's not that bad when you consider four days. <laughs> like, But that's damn. like old school era, though. You know what I mean? Like 1800s Jane Austen style. Like they they talk three times and now they're engaged. You But know what it I mean? wasn't the 1800s. It's now. I know. That's <laughs> it's crazy. uh, All right. All right. Well, th thanks, Doug, for the answer. It's your time. It's your time to shine, kid. Go for it. It's Doug's time. <laughs> to shine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I'm recording this on Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day. Uh, just gonna be honest with you guys, this is a scam of a holiday. You don't even get off from work. They charge you extra for flowers. There's set menus when you try to go out to eat, and it's half the time it's stuff that I don't even want, and they charge you out the ass for it. <sighs> people, uh, people I speak to say, I don't like Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. They they say they don't like it, but it's like a Hallmark movie. Everybody's saying, I don't watch that, but somebody's watching it. Somebody's lying. You know, somebody out there is intrigued by two people from a small town. The girl goes to the city. She comes back. She sees a ex. That she's like, oh, you know, I'm I'm a city girl now. I'm just a city boy. No, uh, city girl. But she's like, oh, I'm, I can't be with him. He's poor. And then she falls in love with him and it's why am I talking about Hallmark movies I don't know I have nothing I don't even know anything about Hallmark movies let's go on to sports because that's stuff I know uh Super Bowl pretty solid you know I did well I'm not gonna tell you how much I won but I did do well the the game was pretty good I actually it was a really good game after halftime the overtime great everybody says it's fixed could it be fixed yeah it could be fixed but I won so I don't care if it's fixed why would I care I made money other than that the uh you know life is life what else do I got for you guys today uh Uh, not much. You know, I'm doing 12-hour days because it snowed here in New York. It didn't really snow. I mean, it, for maybe like three hours, it really snowed, but then it got warm out, so it all melted. And now I do 12-hour days, and it's miserable. And I count down the days to retirement. There's only like, maybe like... <laughs> 12 more years <laughs> but i'm gonna get there guys i'm gonna do it for you all right not for me because you know, i'm not selfish i'm selfless and that's uh basically what i got for you guys today maybe I'll, i'm gonna add some stuff in here i don't know and i'm on a timeline and I'm, i'm pretty late i was supposed to send this hours ago but you know you guys you guys have a great day well, why you do it then baby billy well because i'm selfless and i want to heal as many people as dear lord lets me we're back So join us again this Tuesday, February the 20th, as we continue our month of love books to hear our thoughts on Abby Jimenez's romance novel, Yours Truly. And then join us again next Thursday, the 22nd, for another potty episode. And change of plans. Our book club book and our book of the month for February has changed from Christina Lauren's Love in Other Words to The Frozen River by Arielle Lawhon. which we have been dying to discuss with you guys. So I did read Love in Other Words. I honestly hated the book. I didn't like it at all. I had a lot of issues with it. And so I told Jess and we were like, you know what? We never talked about the Frozen River. Let's just replace it. The Frozen River is great. We want to talk about it. So there we go. That episode will air on February 28th. Be sure to read along with us, but maybe read The Frozen River instead of Love in Other Words. I don't recommend. And then prepare for this month's discussion. Yeah, Alex wanted a DNF and she basically told me and I was like, I don't want to read it. So. I forced myself to finish it and I hated it even more by the Wow. end. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, if you guys have, uh, if you want to hear my thoughts on it, maybe I'll give you a brief synopsis in uh, that episode. 
during the snack time, but yeah, not good. All right. All right, everybody. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. And we'll see you next week. Bye. For everyone just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And we'll have a new book of the month on the last Wednesday of every month. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can reach us at She's All Booked Podcast at gmail.com. As always, all books we review will be available at our link in bio or by visiting linktr.ee slash she's all booked. We do make a small commission from any purchases you make using that link. So thank you to all who support us. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. This chapter may be over, but the story goes on. So stick a bookmark in us. Ouch. And we'll see you in the next one. George, I'm going to. Why, why not? Well, I don't know. I thought I'd be for it at first, but you just don't seem to match up. Then the fool's with me. Well, maybe so, but all the same, now you can't do it. No. No. Come around about noon tomorrow. I mean today. Snob. Say, what do you mean, snob? You're the worst kind there is, an intellectual snob. You made up your mind awfully young, it seems to me. Well, 30's about time to make up your mind. And I'm nothing of the sort, not Mr. Connor. The time to make up your mind about people is never. In Napoli, where love is king, when boy meets girl, here's what they say. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing Vita Bella. Hearts will play tippy tippy tay tippy tippy tay like a guitar and When the stars make you drool, just like a pastefazul at Samore. Thanks for listening to my mommy and Anna. Bye.